You're listening to Weekly Devotions with Pastor James, a podcast devoted to helping you with your walk with Jesus. We do this by looking at the scriptures through devotions and messages every week. For more information, you can find us at gardeningthewell.com and would love for you to connect with us over there. Uh, You can visit our blog, you can visit our bookstore, and you can connect with us and shoot us some feedback. Send us questions, maybe something you'd like to hear an episode on. And with that said, uh, let's jump into it today. Welcome. It's so great to have you this week's episode. Um, I got some exciting news for you that I'd like to share with you. And it's taken me a little bit longer to get to this point, but uh, I'm really excited for it. We're going to be hitting our 100th episode in just a few weeks. Uh, We're under 10 episodes until uh, I guess that magical number, if you would. Uh, I know a lot of people don't make 100 episodes with their their podcasts and and thus, and it's a... it's one of those things. I didn't think I'd get to a hundred episodes, but uh, I wanted to thank you for uh, tuning in. Thank you for uh, listening all the time and uh, sending feedback and things along those lines. Really appreciate it. And uh, because we're going to be hitting our 100th episode pretty soon, uh, what we're going to do is when we hit that 100th episode, uh, we're going to release uh, some of the most downloaded episodes that we have had over the course of 100 years. And so uh, 100 years, not 100 years, 100 episodes. 100 years, that, that'd be really bad. Uh, but I don't know how many to release. So how many episodes would you like me to re-release uh, that have been the most downloaded? Five, eight, ten? Um, let me know over the next couple of weeks. Uh, you could uh, email us at guardingthewell.com. Uh, you could connect with us on Facebook. You could even leave a comment on this uh, if you're listening to it via uh, Podbean. Would love to hear from you on how many episodes you'd like us to re-release. And we're going to do it in order uh, so that the very last one we re-release will be the one that has been the most downloaded. And I uh, would love to hear you from, from that. Uh, but if you haven't already, If you would, please like and subscribe and share this uh, with other people in your lives. would greatly appreciate it. If you're new, what we do is we take about 15 to 20 minutes once a week and just give a devotion. Uh, what's going on from the scriptures, how that can impact our lives. And uh, every once in a while, I'll throw up some of my sermons as well, kind of as a bonus episode. And if you're interested, you can head on over to guardingthewell.com. We have a blog over there. You can pick up my two books over there, A Father's Love, Where is God in the Storms of Life? And then also uh, my second book, Guarding the Well, which is where uh, a lot of this has come from. Uh, You could connect with us there. You could check things out over there at guardingthewell.com and we would love to hear from you. Uh, If you have any feedback, if you have any questions or anything along those lines, we'd love to hear from you. And so with that said, uh, let's jump into it this week. Uh, If you didn't catch last week's episode, uh, I mentioned that been going through uh, 1 Samuel and 2 Samuel with my Bible study group here at the church that I pastor, and I've been learning a lot of different things about David, things that have been standing out to me that I have just been enjoying and have been able to put into my life and just learn. 
Uh, it is so great to be able to take time and, and learn about people. And one of the things that most people know about David is that he was a man after God's own heart, that he was a godly man that loved the Lord, served the Lord. And we know uh, that David was not perfect. And most people that know the scriptures know of David, also know of probably his most famous sin, and that is the sin of Bathsheba. But what I want to touch base with you on something today is something that happened long before that ever took place. And it's actually something that happens even before David is king. And we're going to find it in 1 Samuel chapter 27. But before we read this and get into it for a few moments, I have to set up the backstory for you really, really quickly so that you understand where David is at and what has taken place in his life. Where we pick up in uh, chapter 27, of 1 Samuel, David has been on the run for, we'll, we'll say for argument's sake, roughly 10 years, uh, maybe a little less than 10 years at, at this point, and he's been running from King Saul. Uh, King Saul, he didn't like David. He got to the point where once he realized that David was going to be the next king over the nation of Israel, that Saul tried to kill David uh, multiple times, and then what Saul did was he he got so focused in on David that he hunted him down for at least a decade. When it's all said and over with, it's at least a decade that Saul was hunting David down. And I mean hunting him down, taking the army out and just pursuing David throughout the land. And so David is most likely um, in his 20s while he is running from Saul. And he's hiding in caves. He is uh, running around uh, one side of the mountain while Saul is pursuing him on the other side of the mountain. There's a lot of stuff going on, and, and David is just running. How would you feel if you were running for your life for 10 years, just a constant running, um, hoping that you weren't caught or seen or arrested or even put to death and you haven't done anything wrong David hasn't done anything wrong he's always been very loving and supporting uh, to Saul and there's multiple times in the course of this running where David has the opportunity to kill Saul and just be done with all of it and he doesn't do that he doesn't do it at all and so David is 10 years into this, and he's tired, and that's where we come to uh, 1 Samuel chapter 27. And what I want to bring up to your mind is, I'm going to ask you in this week's episode, who's, who are you talking to? Are you talking to yourself, or are you talking to the Lord? And here's why I asked this. In 1 Samuel chapter 27, David says this, uh, Scripture says this, But David thought to himself, one of these days I will be destroyed by the hand of Saul. The best thing I can do is to escape to the land of the Philistines. Then Saul will give up searching for me anywhere in Israel, and I will slip out of his hand. And so David gets to the, the spot where he says, he thinks to himself, or, or some people their Bibles will say, he said in his heart, David goes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go escape to the land of the Philistines. And if you don't know, uh, which you, you may not, the Philistines were the, were the enemy. They were the enemy of the nation of Israel. They did not know the Lord. They did not serve the Lord. They didn't care about the Lord. And they pretty much hated the Israelites because they wanted to take over their land. And so here's the next king of Israel. He goes, man, life is so hard right now. I'm so tired from running from Saul. I'm going to go live with the enemy. Does that sound like good advice? 
you know, things are bad. I'm just going to go live with the enemy. And I told my Bible study group that this is the dark days of David, that David actually does go and live with the enemy for about a year and a half and even starts to act like them. And, and that's a whole different you know, podcast that we could get into. But what stands out to me here is this. It's right in verse 1. It's one of the first things we read. And what we read is this, but David thought to himself. Do you ever think to yourself? Do you ever talk to yourself? Um, it's not always bad, but sometimes it, it is. David is talking to himself. And what he says to himself is, you know what? The odds of me running from someone this long and not getting caught are, are not good. And so the only thing I can do is go live with the, the, the enemy. Um, David is talking to himself and not to the Lord. And maybe that's what you do in your life more, more than not. That you talk to yourself more than you talk to God. David's not talking to anybody else about this. He's not talking about this to God. He's only talking to it about himself. This is all inside. And and maybe you can think back to a time in your life, or maybe it's even right now, where you can go, yeah, you know what? I, I've been there. Um, David is worn out. David is tired. He's depressed and he's filled with despair. Have you ever been there? And the reason why David is filled with this despair and this oppression is this. The trial, the hardship, the oppression that he has been enduring for so long has caused him to become weary. David is worn out. Are you? So often in life we get worn out. And you know what that happens? You know what that leads to? When you and I get worn out, we lose hope. We lose strength. We lose sight of God. And many times we start to take things into our own hands. Actually, I was just talking to somebody last night about something that's going on in their lives. And they're in in a very similar boat. Not someone chasing them to kill them, but just one of those... Uh, situations in life where you just get worn out about it. And I, I encourage them, you know, sometimes God just wants us to f- have faith in him and allow him to fight our battles and not take matters into our own hands. But that's what we do. That when we get worn out from the battle, from the, the, the fighting, from the arguing, from the, the situations, we get worn out and we start to take things into our own hands. And what David is doing is he's talking to himself about everything instead of the Lord. We get that. We do that. Do you know that Satan wants you to do this? Satan wants you to talk to yourself about the situation you're in more than you're talking to God about it. That you and I will fill our minds with all these things that are going to happen or that we should do. And many times they go against the word of God. Many times we'll start telling ourselves and we're speaking to ourselves and we're going, you know what? God doesn't love me anymore. You know what? I'm horrible. I can't believe I did this. And because I did that sin, you know, life is just over. You know, this trial has been so long. I've been waiting for God for months, maybe for years. And God, it doesn't seem that he's going to do anything. So, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to do something on my own. I'm going to take it into my own hands and I'm going to take care of it. Maybe you just think there's no way that God would forgive you for doing what you've done. All those things like that is you and I talking to ourselves about the situation instead of talking to God. Let me encourage you with this today. Talk to God 
more than you talk to yourself. Because here's what happens. When you and I talk to ourselves more than we talk to God, we forget two things, among others, but there's two things that we forget. We forget the Word of God, and we forget the work of God. Let me say that to you again. When you and I talk to ourselves more than we talk to God, we forget the Word of God, and we forget the work of God. And I'll give you an example from David. David goes, Saul's going to kill me. If I don't take matters into my own hand and go live with the enemy, Saul is going to kill me. You know, I'm running on, I'm living on borrowed time here. Well, if you were to read the scriptures up into this point of David's life, you will notice that God has made one thing perfectly clear to David. And that is that, David, you're going to be the next king of the nation of Israel. God has made that so clear. And you, you got to get this. God has told David this multiple ways. There's been multiple people in David's life that know he's going to be the next king. You know, Samuel, the man that anointed Saul as king, the man that anointed David as king, told David, David, you're going to be the next king over the nation of Israel. King Saul knows that David is going to be the next king over the nation of Israel. Right? Uh, there's men and women around David that know that David is going to be the next king of Israel. And David knows from the Lord because God has spoken this to David in many ways, going, David, you're going to be the next king of Israel. But because David is worn out, and because David is talking to himself more than he's talking to God about his situation, David is forgetting what God has said to him. David is forgetting what God has promised to him. Is that you? Because that's what happens when you and I get worn out. We forget what God has said to us in his word. We forget the promises that he has made us. And when we forget the word of God, we lose our strength, we lose our hope, we lose our meaning, we lose our purpose, and we think we just, that we're alone. You're not alone. Focus in on what God has said to you and don't lose sight of what God has said to you. Don't forget the word of God, but also don't forget the work of God. If you're to look back at David's life, you're going to see so many things that God has done in David's life to sustain him, to protect him, to keep him from death. You know, David and Goliath, when David fights Goliath, God protected him there. From David running from Saul, the battles that David has been in fighting for the nation of Israel, fighting for King Saul, God has protected him in all all of those things. God has done a work in David's life to preserve his life because he's going to be the next king of Israel. What has God done in your life that you're forgetting about? What has God done in your life, in you, through you, for you, that you are forgetting about because you're worn out? And because you're talking to yourself and allowing yourself and the world and Satan to fill your mind and your heart with things that don't line up with the Lord. Friends, weariness causes us to lose sight of God because we're so worn out. If that's you today, let me encourage you to do three things. Well, let's say four. Remember who God is, right? Remember who he is. Remember the word that he's given to you. Remember the work that God has done in you. And let me encourage you this. Get into godly community. 
find a, a, a get into a godly community, whether it's at, at your church, uh, a local church, maybe you don't go to church. And I'm not talking about, you know, through a screen or a podcast. I'm talking about person to person, godly community. Because when you connect with other people that are following Jesus and talk about Jesus and the things about the Lord and the things that are going on in your life, you know what they can do? They can pray for you. They can encourage you. They can strengthen you. That's what David had earlier in his life with a man by the name of Jonathan. Jonathan comes into David's life and he encourages him with the strength of the Lord and helps David to keep going. Friends, please don't start talking to yourself more than you're talking to God about your current situations. Get yourself in the godly community. Remember the word of God and the work of God. Don't allow weariness to pull you away from the Lord. But allow God to work in you in your weariness. And so let me ask you, who are you talking to? Are you talking to yourself or are you talking to the Lord? David shows to us that when we allow ourselves to fill our minds with our own words, That's going to lead us to live with the enemy and act like the enemy, which is not what God wants. And so I would encourage you to start talking to God more than you're talking to yourself. We pray that this has been a blessing for you today. And if it has been, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. And if you don't mind, like, subscribe, share, and uh, connect with us over at guardingthewell.com. I hope to hear from you, and we'll talk to you soon.